Hey guys, welcome to the 90s Nostalgics Podcast. I am your host, Swidgen. To the right of me, I have my lovely co-host, Sarah Bears. That's me. On this podcast, we like to discuss everything from the 90s. Fun and games, movies, all that good stuff. Whatever tickles your nostalgic feels, we got you covered. If you want to hit us up, you can reach us at the 90s Nostalgics on Instagram. You can also find us on iTunes, Podbeam, at the 90s Nostalgics and you can reach me at sierra underscore bears on instagram all right guys so we're gonna do this podcast a little bit different i mean it's still 90s yeah well yeah it's it's 90s it's 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 story times story time it's 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 childhood summertime activities summertime Summer, summer, summer time. Drums, please. I knew there had to be a song for it. <laughs> Might have to, have to cut in the old Fresh Prince on that. Probably. We should. So today we're not going to discuss a game or a movie. We're going to dive into Little Ron, Little Krista. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. The little G's. The little G's. Like, <laughs> what we did. Not me, though. <laughs> I was not a little G. <laughs> <laughs> when we were kids... And summertime hit. You were out of school. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had that three months. Yeah. Just n- no school. Whole three months. Most kids didn't have to worry about waking up early. Nope. Like, what did you do with yourself when you were a kid? I don't care if you were six years old. Well, either way, you would be in the nineties. <laughs> I don't. I don't even care. I'm, I'm not really gonna decipher whether or not I was you know under eight years old because but for the most part my summers consisted of every single chance I could I was at a friend's house I don't know why like my family is just awkward as fuck man um so I was always trying to get out of the house okay I was I I was I was a little social butterfly when I was little and you are a chatterbox well now I'm a chatterbox, but only to very selective people. Like, if I don't like you, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was little, I was just always trying to be at my friends' houses. And I lived in a uh, a nice part of town. Mm-hmm. So there was usually some other kids around my age. And even if they weren't around my age, they might have been around Kevin's age or Chastity's age, my older siblings. And even still, I'd hang out with them. Um, Some of them were girls, so of course I'm going to hang out with them because they're not hanging out with the guys or anything. Right. So I was always out. Right, I could could understand And this was the time where it was like this for most kids, where you could be out past the sun going down and the parents wouldn't freak out and be called terrible people because you didn't know where your child was. Oh, then they... they, uh, Were you around when they had that whole... uh... 
I don't remember if it was 8 o'clock or it was 9 o'clock, but basically the news would come on, even though it wasn't news time, and it'd be like... Do you know where your children are? It's 9 o'clock. Do you know where... <laughs> All scolding and shit. Do you know where your children are? I've always heard about that, but I've never actually seen oh it. But God, I know exactly that, what you're talking about. That shit used to make me crack up so bad. Um, Even if I was around those times, my parents didn't... They didn't care. Right. They would, you know, I, I say this with the utmost respect and love for my parents, but <laughs> they are deaf, so they're hard of hearing. They don't hear anything. They would frequently lock us out of the house as we were children, and we couldn't fucking ring the doorbell or knock or anything <laughs> so we'd be trying to do anything we could to get their attention you know we'd be in the living room just waving our arms and stuff through the window trying to get someone to unlock the damn door right <laughs> and you know needless to say we it, it was the days where you could actually trust your neighbor you know you knew uh -huh. their names you knew if they were home or not like you just got you got friendly neighbors you know uh -huh. um so I, I have a little interesting story about one of our neighbors, Sue. She was, man, if I was eight years old. Whoa, is this like some criminal activity? Do we have to change her name to protect her? Do we <laughs> She'll have to protect be her identity? I'm not going to list her last name. Right, She'll be fine. You guys weren't like. There's a million Sues out there. S smoking drugs and oh, sniffing alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> not me, though. Um, so if I was eight years old at the time when I met her, she was probably in her older forties. All right. She's an older lady to me anyway. Uh -huh. So whenever I got locked out of the house and maybe I had to take a piss or maybe I was thirsty or maybe I was hungry, I'd just go over there and knock on the door and be like, Sue, I'm locked out again. <laughs> She's probably like, and she, kid. <laughs> she had already dealt with this with my older sister and my brother. My older sister and I, we have eight years apart. So she knew the family. She was already a family friend. Right. So, you know, anytime we got locked out or for some reason she would call us if the door was left open or a window was left open i don't know she like she was, at your house yeah well because you, well, you have deaf parents it's like hey is someone breaking your house or <laughs> you motherfuckers are getting locked out all the time <laughs> right. like i don't think a door was left open so right. are you there guys were, okay there were times where you know as the kids got older we realized like hey you know what let's just leave our windows unlocked so that way if we get locked out we can just climb in through <laughs> our own windows <laughs> So there would be times where she calls up the house and she's like, your guys' windows are open. <laughs> I'm like, okay, don't, don't worry. Everything's under control. <laughs> um, but as I got older, so this supersedes the 90s, I found out why she was just so out there. At my brother's 21st birthday... We had a party, right? You know, there were cars just all along the street. For some reason, our neighbors just never cared what we were doing. We would we would have parties all the time because our parents, you know, they'll sleep. Right. They'll, yeah, we they'll used sleep to have through it. Fucking family parties all the time. The neighborhood was for the most part chill. They didn't give a fuck because everybody yeah. had a family party at one point in time. So I don't think our neighbors ever did. <laughs> well, either way. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Kevin, he's throwing his twenty-first birthday party, of course. He's drinking, he's smoking, he's doing all that. And our neighbor, she she comes over probably like nine, ten o'clock at night. 
And she goes, what are you guys all doing? We're like, Sue, it's Kevin's 21st <laughs> birthday. We're partying, <laughs> man. Partying, even, bro. Even I'm having drinks under parent supervision Whoa, or at how, least permission okay, so to drink. Your brother's 21. How old are you? Uh, let's see. We're four years apart, so I'm I'm about 16 or 17. Damn. Yeah. Where was I? Dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. So... Also yeah, I'm, I've I've been given permission to drink and everything from my parents. I, I never got too crazy. I don't really like the taste of it. Um, but yeah, so she comes over at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And she goes, what are y'all doing? And we're like, oh yeah, we're partying. And she goes, well, give me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so we give her some beers and Fuck everything. Fucker, I always feed you bastards. <laughs> give me right? a goddamn beer. Let me party up. Shit. So she comes over and... She brings this fucking fat ass blunt with her, Ooh, and I'm Sue like, "God, them roll skills! See the old heads, them old <laughs> hippies. They'll roll the shit out of a fucking blunt, well, a joint. It don't fucking matter. They'll twist that shit up, carry a conversation on with it in their mouth the whole fucking time. Yeah, like, I, I'm sure she thoroughly enjoys the effects of it, but she actually did have some medical relevant stuff. It's just, you know, we're stingy, we're behind the times and everything, so she just had to get it, you know, on the download, black market. That's how it always was. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so Kevin's friends all have their own you know, smoking apparatuses and everything like that. And she's just kicking it with us for about an hour and a half, just drinking, smoking. She's hilarious. And then she's getting ready to leave. She's like, all right, guys, I, I've, I've done too much. Like, don't tell your parents. And she dips out. <laughs> Dude, old people are the shit. Like, we used to have, like I said, we'd have family parties. Which mm -hmm. just, I was aware of just like how you said, like the, the street would be flooded with cars, right? Yeah, park so, like yeah, you could yeah, not yeah. park. No, 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 you couldn't park. You, and that's the thing. Everybody knows that. Hey, at least don't block someone's driveway. Yeah, let them get. Everyone out. was nice, about but that. everything else, fuck you. Fire hydrants, everything's blocked. <laughs> like, everything, people's fucking front yards even have cars in it, but they wouldn't really yep. care. But yeah, the weird thing about my family parties back in the day was motherfucking random people nobody knew would show up this <laughs> I'm sure one that happened to us this too. one time all right we're fucking partying there's probably like 150 fucking family members deep and shit some dude nobody fucking knew and to this day like i i still think nobody knew who the fuck he was this dude showed up with a guitar right <laughs> Just fucking, da, 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 just fucking play. No, no, he was fucking jamming. <laughs> this dude was thumping the fucking acoustic guitar. He was carrying a beat with a rhythm, and he was fucking singing. Dude wasn't asking for money. wasn't asking for anything. Like yeah. dude was just jamming out. He's just like, this is the place to be. Like <laughs> everybody's getting along. No one's fighting. We're all, dude. It's still early. Don't you fucking worry. Right. <laughs> and he was like, well, we just fuck. started. You mind if I play some music? And we're, everybody was like, hell no, my uncles. And everybody was like, nah, man, go ahead. Dude jumps up on a fucking table, stomping his feet on the table. I don't even remember what the fuck he was singing, but people were fucking jamming to it. Yeah. It was like a one man band with That's an acoustic awesome. guitar. Yeah. We fucking fed him, gave him beers, gave him shots. Dude pulls out his fucking a few joints, fucking smokes out, and then just disappears. We never saw the guy again. We don't know who the fuck he was. Willie Nelson. No, Dude, seriously. <laughs> like, shit like that used to happen all the time. It was so cool. That's awesome. Um, But yeah, other than, than getting locked out and spending a whole bunch of time at my friends' places, I remember I would watch some of my friends' houses for them. 
and you know take care of their dogs and stuff because they had dogs cats and you know pool to take care of and just general house sitting you know and i would go over there it's it's a little bit of a bike ride not not a huge bike ride maybe like five minutes okay and after i was all done i would raid their pantry (laughs) they they always good shit Oh yeah, they they were a well off family. Like I said, I, I was did they a have kids? Nice part of town. Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay. how I knew them. Oh, okay. Their kids were in my same class, so and we some, did sleepovers and they stuff. Had good snacks. Yeah. Oh, rich people always got the good snacks. <sighs> See, I, I grew up kind of kind of in like the not exactly the ghetto, but like the lower income. So like, yeah, you, know, you had like store brand snacks a lot mm-hmm. of the times. So if you hit the good snacks, the great the name, value brand the, shit. Well, you hit the name brand snacks. It's not like grocery store brand shit. Our cat is freaking the fuck out right now. <laughs> like you, you struck gold. <laughs> right. So they would get, even though we were on the nice side of town, I don't know. The food in our house wasn't premium but it it was all right you know Mm -hmm. but they had those beef jerky snacks that you would get from costco like the giant tubs did you ever have that powdered jerky that kind of imitated um it was really finely ground and it was in a little can that looked like fucking um, oh you know what yeah i had chewing tobacco yes and you'd stick it in your mouth and that suck shit on was it tasty. that shit was bomb <laughs> oh my god that shit was so great i don't even think they sell that anymore i, I don't ha- think so i haven't seen that shit that was straight up i'm sure you know what maybe we should look in uh, like ace hardware or something they got all kinds of weird old snacks mm. yeah we got this um like the lemon head Ace Hardware that's like uh just has all the old classic soda pops and candies. Yeah, and I don't just, know where they get it. I, I they fucking order that shit overseas or something because I haven't seen it anywhere else. Like, <laughs> Gotta look at like the expiration date. Maybe it's boxes they've got. It's from, just like, shit that's fucking old. But yeah, they got all that good stuff over there, <laughs> and it's just fucking old people. So it's for you know old people snacks, good stuff, right? Yeah, oh man, all that stuff like the beef jerky and the fucking like the big league chew. I don't even know if they make that anymore, do they? Big league chew. I want to say I seen it a a while ago, but I haven't seen it really recently. But yeah, that shit, all that stuff, cigarette fucking bubble gums. Mm -hmm. You remember those? Yep. They had like you might still be able to find that at Pinnacle Peak. They had like they got that old school taffy shit and everything. They had beeper bubble gums where it was like a little beeper and you mm-hmm. pop it open and it'd have like a little... What about the zebra stripe? You zebra remember the stripe? zebra stripe? Oh, oh, man. Those were my favorite. Uh-huh. I could fuck up a whole... It was like the best fucking 15 seconds of my life because I'd eat... Every one <laughs> of the... so quick. Seriously, every one of those sticks was like one second of mouth pleasure. You're just like, mm, God fucking came. Next one. And mm, God, rubber mm, cement. Mm, exactly. <laughs> Not even rubber cement. That shit tasted like fucking like drywall or something. <laughs> so like, bad. It was just bad. Like fucking foam from a pillow or something yeah i remember man i was probably like five or six years old so safeway here anyway used to be abco yeah yeah abc co yep abc wait abco abco yeah that's what my sister used to call it abco (laughs) i ended up stealing a little package of gum i don't i don't think i knew what i was doing just yet i'm sure you did you bad girl (laughs) I ended up stealing one of those Thank little you. zebra packs of gum, and my mom, you know, we walk out the doors and everything. She goes, where'd you get that? I'm like, 
the store. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, God. And we walk back in. We pay for it and everything. But, yeah, I just remember I loved those little zebra striped uh, gums Did so I ever much. tell you? That reminds me. Did I ever tell you about my little cousins? The fucking, uh, there was like a little boy, a little girl. And they were probably like a year, maybe two apart. Mm-hmm. And they were some thieving motherfuckers. These little kids, all right. Oh, they were this, they were raised. Uh, yeah. Okay, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but they were raised. They were they were my uncle's kids, and they were raised by a nanny who only spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. Well, the parents spoke English. My uncle, their father, spoke Spanglish. So, like, you know, he tried kind to speak Spanish, maybe. He when he get drunk, he try and spit some words, but he he's, <laughs> he's a white Mexican guy. Yeah. So, I mean, he had Mexican parents, but he's he's a white guy. So these kids. They didn't even speak like full on English because their parents weren't around all the time until hmm. they were like, I don't know, maybe like five years old, four years old, and they yeah. finally started actually saying English sentences because <laughs> everything was like, <laughs> they sound like Aborigines or something. Like they had their, it was they had their own, they had their own language. <laughs> and it was like, you could talk to them, they'd understand you. But they'd respond back in just babbles. Right. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, they're not toddlers. It was so <laughs> weird. And the brother and sister, they would just boop, 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 and they would know what the fuck each other was talking about. Long story short, every time you took these two to the store, mm-hmm. they were stealing shit. And nobody fucking knew about it for the longest fucking time. Okay. Okay. And so one day, the only reason they found out that these kids were stealing shit was because. They went to clean out the car, mm-hmm. or no, they had to move the car seat or something, because they were like in a booster seat, car seat, whatever the hell. When they fucking moved the seat, there was a shit ton of wrappers, <laughs> like candy bars, bubble gum, like the little candies, like those little red, like strawberry things, like, you know, like grandparents oh my God, those get my out of the, favorite. The, all those kind of little crazy, story like, about that. caramels, and you know, like the yeah. root beer ones, just all that kind of shit. All those rappers just shoved under that fucking seat. And they were just like, oh, my God, they've been stealing shit. <laughs> and they, they, you know, they kind of were like, okay, you know, give Ben the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they got this shit from the house or someone else's house, blah, 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 until they got caught. They got busted on the way out of the store because the kids had fucking, uh, it's like bubble gum or something in their fucking pockets. And the store clerk was like, ma'am, are you going to pay for that shit? You know what I mean? And she's mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? I just I just paid. I just checked out. No, your kids have candy. Right. And then she was like, oh, that's when it dawned on her. <laughs> oh, my God. All the candy I found under the seats of their car seats. They've been fucking stealing this whole time. <laughs> and, Jeez. and, you know, she's like, did you steal that? Like... <laughs> That's awesome. Poor little kids. Back on track from the derailment. Yeah. um, So really, I was done with the the house-sitting story. I would just do some house-sitting, you know, no charge or anything. I was just a little kid. But in return, they'd let me raid their pantry. So I would just like, yum, 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 beef jerky, yum, 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 yum. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Um, So good. Do you love it? I love it. So... The little strawberry snacks you're talking about. I'm hoping we're talking about the right ones. It yeah, would be it so. It looks like a strawberry. It's green yeah, on the and... bottom, red on top, and has well, little dots for seeds. Oh my god! I and they love got that like those. jelly in the middle. No, those are the goat. Those are great. So, thinking about it now, I had a questionable person 
who lived in our neighborhood, right? Mm, like to touch As girls, a fourth or fifth grader, well, okay, no, no, no. So <laughs> we always went there in a group, right? His mm. name was his name was Pierre. Mm. He was a Frenchman. Mm. Definitely a pedo. <laughs> he, he was a super nice person, but I'm we sure. all never went there unless we were together because this dude always had candy and oh, he okay. always candy, girl? had the strawberry things which mm. i was like <laughs> you didn't have to lick it off his wiener did you no okay. gross <laughs> so Blech. we first meet him as he moves into the the neighborhood through halloween uh-huh. And he, you know, played a song and everything. Well, I bet he and did like the fucking. He was like the Pied Piper. Come here, he, little kids. He was like the Pied Piper man. And so I don't know. Just as we're kids and we think no one's gonna do us harm or anything, we just start knocking on this dude's door. Like sometimes, like, hey, how's it going? Like, candy. Candy, and he's all, "Come on inside." Yeah, he'd be like, "Hey, come on in," and he'd have this, you know, I don't know, like yellow old school sh- couch, you know, you just envision in Austin mm-hmm. Powers or some shit. And anybody got to use the bathroom? No, <laughs> everything was totally normal it except the, the fact he was an up. older guy who mm-hmm. always had candy for children. Mm-hmm. Um. And and yeah, he he would like teach us French and play his harmonica and just like I don't know, shit was just kind of weird. Like now that I think about it, shit's kind of weird. But yeah, uh, what are what are some of your stories? Some of my stories. Well, all right. Let's just say the biggest part of my childhood, teenage years before anything like the biggest thing that has the largest imprint on my fucking mind okay yeah like is there an object that you can say hey this got me from like like a decade like i this thing spanned and stuck with me for the longest time is there anything is there an object an item mm. something that just you, you always had with you. Like, it was like your bunna. Oh, yeah, I had a bunna. Except I lost it in Abco. And I freaked the fuck out. Well, okay, obviously that didn't carry into your teenage years. <laughs> and if you had a bunna in your teenage years, <laughs> I'd be fucking worried. Right. <laughs> um, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, I was heavily into the PlayStation 2 when it hit. But, I mean, I can't carry that with me. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. No. I'm talking bicycles. Oh, man. Bikes. Do you remember your first bike? I, not really, because I technically used my brother's as he was getting newer ones, because he's, fuck, I don't know, he's fucking like six feet tall or some shit, and the rest of us are all midgets in the family. (laughs) So, I would get... Like, his older one. But I used to have... Uh, it, it was, like, a shiny was, silver, was you know? the first bike you learned to ride on? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? You got me. Well, my first bike, I still remember it. I was a wee little lad, okay? Mm-hmm. I graduated from scooters. Mm-hmm. 
which was, I had you some know, scooters. he had a little wheel at the front, little wheel at the back. Fucking, I had skateboards. I had a skateboard. Red Rider wagons. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the thing that sticks in my mind most is bikes. Okay. Like, my first actual, like, bike, I remember my dad getting me, and it was a little tiny little, like, BMX bike, a little red bike. Mm-hmm. And it had training wheels on it. I rode this thing probably, I, I couldn't tell you how long, but, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe six months or something, you know, my training wheels, until my dad finally, you know, like, he wasn't in the picture much, so when he finally came around, he was like, let's take these off. Yeah. And at the time, I wasn't living with them. I was living at my grandma's house for one of the many times I was, you know, bouncing back and forth from houses to houses. And he was like, yeah, let's take them off. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but those are my training wheels. Seriously, these things <laughs> keep me from falling over. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. I, I'm, I'm probably like like four years old maybe at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I still remember it. I still remember it. And it sticks in my mind so much because... I feel like that was the biggest liberating moment of my life as a small little guy. Like, you can go fast with training wheels. Little baby Ron. You know what I mean? So cute. Oh, man. Fucking adorable. Shaggy ass hair like London. (laughs) Just just shaggy. Just when he hasn't had a haircut in a while. And I remember he takes my training wheels off. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go. And we're in, you know, this front yard and like a dirt yard. And he's trying to teach me how to, you know keep my balance and he's like yeah i'll hold the seat and da 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 and i'm just like Boo. yeah the thing almost pa- yeah i'm gonna fall over well it wasn't working out too well in the front yard because there was a lot of like holes and divots it was just kind of like dirt and patchy grass so okay. it wasn't really the smoothest surface to learn on so you know we go to the street and back in the day there wasn't a whole lot of traffic so it's like you know you can go in the fucking street and don't really have to worry about getting ran the fuck over mm-hmm and so we go out in the street, and he gets behind me, and he's holding the seat, and I'm starting to pedal, and then, boop, I go to fall over, and I remember I take a spill, and I'm just like, see, I need my training wheels, and he's just like, nope, you're doing fine, you just quit pedaling. He's like, whatever you do, just don't stop pedaling, just pedal <laughs> fast. And, okay. I, and it was one of those little bikes, you know, where you pedal as fast as you can, and if you pedal backwards, you hit the brake, so yeah. you know, you're going to stop. So he was like, yeah, just pedal fast. I remember that. I remember him just saying pedal fast. And so. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. If you ain't first, you're last. So (laughs) he fucking gets behind me again. We get, you know, at a little running pace or whatever. He's just like, pedal, 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 pedal. Let's me go. Boom. Dude, I was fucking gone. (laughs) The second try after the first time I took a fucking spill. I remember that was it. I was fucking gone. I just remember, ha just pedaling as fucking fast as I could. Just my little bike. Dude, just hauling ass. And I just book it down the street. And I'm like fucking all the way at the end of the block. And he's like, turn around. <laughs> I'm just like, turn around. Like, I was You didn't teach me this. Seriously. So then I go to fucking turn and then boom. I eat shit. <laughs> I was used to, you know, fucking. Our cat is freaking the fuck out right now. I remember just fucking, you know, taking spills before, so it wasn't really that bad, but I remember just being so just like, oh my god, I did it! Like, I rode a whole entire block, and I hauled ass! Like, there wasn't... The training wheels would slow you down. Like, you'd 
Yeah. It, and it would they were hit never the, road. the right consistency with like the wheels that, that you yeah, actually that's rely what I'm on. saying. So like it, would, classic crap. it would drag on the road. It would really slow you down when you're pedaling. When you took those fucking things off, man, you were gone. Like mm-hmm. you could haul ass. And I just remember like it was like double speed. It was like engage. Like I was fucking <laughs> Warp make it so <laughs> I was fucking gone, dude. Oh my god. And so fucking I fall over and he comes running down the street and he's like, You alright? I'm like, Yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> and so sure enough, he fucking gives me a little running start and I'm gone. And he's like, just stop fucking pedaling when you gotta turn. You know, I remember him just being like, you know, like stop pedaling when you gotta turn so mm-hmm. you're not hauling ass you don't eat shit because i think that's what happened I, my pedal caught the floor when i was fucking turning so it right. kicked me off my bike and so uh, yeah sure enough i quit pedaling I was, shoom, shoom, I was cutting around and at the end of the block and coming right back and just back and forth back and forth back and forth i, I must have done that for a fucking solid hour like Jeez. just oh at least like <laughs> I was, like I said, I was ADD. I'm a new man, Dad. A ADD, hyperactive little kid. Like, I was just like, gotta go fast, gotta go fast, gotta go fast, gotta go <laughs> right. fast. Like, yeah. And so that, that's what I remember from my first bicycle. A little tiny little red bike. Jeez. And, and not too long after that, I, I... You graduated? I graduated. Like, because that bike was probably like one of like the smaller bikes you can get that you'd get in a store, you know, that has like the training wheels and comes in a box. Mm-hmm. And then like the next bike is like, you know, the same size. It's a BMX. It's just a little bit bigger. And so I remember graduating to that thing. But um, bikes were a big part. Like, I, I didn't realize at that time, like, that was like your first set of wheels, you know? Yeah. That was, that was liberation. We, since we lived kind of on the outskirts of town, Mm -hmm. we also, you know, bikes were very liberating, but at the same time, I wasn't obsessed with them, but that's, that's how I got around. You know, we had a, we had a park that was nearby. I'd ride my bike there when I would go in dog sit, house sit, I'd ride my bike over there. We had some giant giant hills around in the neighborhood and i would go pedal 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 (laughs) all the way up these hills that are i mean they're they're rather slanted so it's not like it's a a straight shot up or anything like that but right it, it was it was huge and i would go all the way up it just so i can come down it once because i would not have the strength to do it again right And it was so much fun. However, I found out that one of my brother's friends had been doing that. You know, no helmet, no no pads or anything. Ooh, rebel. Ate shit hard. (laughs) Like halfway up the hill. So they rolled halfway down the hill. Yeah. They got messed up. Uh, they broke some bones. They had like just the 
You know, when you get the gravel yeah, like road stuck rash. in oh, you. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. You got to scrub the rocks and they dirt were, out of you. Yeah, they were bad. So they called an ambulance and everything, got them picked up. And ever since I heard that story, I was like, I'm never going down that hill again. <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I wasn't the type of kid who wore a helmet or had the pads or anything oh, like that. Was so I, I was yeah. like, nope, not even going to do it. I'll go down the little hill. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're kind of out in the desert and everything, and we would make kind of our own paths, because our, our neighborhood wasn't necessarily flat. Like I said, there was hills and everything, so there was, um, even in our very own front yard, our house was probably 30 feet above the road level, uh-huh. so we had quite a bit of a slope. And at the the front, you know, we had a rock-filled driveway, gravel, you know, whatever. But to the sides, we would have just a dirt hill, which we, I, I want to say it was my brother, but maybe it was my sister. I have no idea. But they eventually, in the middle of this giant dirt. um, They make a little ramp. Yeah, nice. so it, it used to have like a 90 degree angle. So the dirt right. was level with the house uh-huh. and then it would be a 90 degree angle down and then it would go into the Just road. Just a straight step down. Yeah, okay. so eventually they put a little, lip on that put a little, put a little lip in nice. there. You get a ying. <laughs> yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, that was always a yeah. lot of fun. Like I used we, to we would just have like shit. our own bike, like. Oh yeah, oh, ramp, yeah. A, you little, know? a little ramp, yeah. No, I was all about that. I was all about building ramps, like even a fucked up sidewalk where the concrete, you know, say a tree grew right there and it made the sidewalk pop up really high or whatever. Oh yeah, forget about it. <laughs> you call that a problem? I call that a good time. Like right. I'd fucking haul ass and jump off that. Sh- oh man, those were the best. And I could, I don't know what it was, but. For some reason, if there was even like a bump in the road, like say there was like a four inch lip in the asphalt or something, mm-hmm. I could roll it even real slow, like just real slow, get my front tire to hit that bump and it would just propel me and I could do, you know, just like a little 180 or 360 even at max off of that fucking little, just a little four inch fucking just donk. Yeah. Like just, oh man. Heaven. <laughs> See, I wasn't really much of a trickster, but oh, I liked God, I to, to, you know, pedal around and gotta go fast and oh, everything yeah. like that. Like, I remember, okay, now my second bike, it was just like, like I said, I got that little one, it was, it was like the smallest one you can get for a little kid, a little train wheels on the little red bike. Mm-hmm. My second bike, it was like a blue bike, and I didn't have that for very long until I... Cause we, like I said, we moved houses a lot, like for fucking, you know, fucking shitty households and whatnot, like... If my mom, my mom and dad were split up, and if we didn't stay at a house long enough, or she couldn't keep it together long enough to keep us in that house, mm-hmm. we'd wind up back at my grandparents' house because, well, there was nowhere else for us to go. Right. And so we'd end up back at my grandparents' house. Well, when we finally got back into another fucking house, when I was just hitting, I want to say like kindergarten, first grade. Uh, I remember my sister taking me to go, and at this time too, my oldest sister, Jennifer, like in a lot of ways, she was kind of filling that like motherly space where, cause she was, you know, she was the oldest and she was working at the time and whatnot. She wasn't going to college. Like she had to fucking work. 
So she was working at the time and she was trying to do, you know, like the best, like, hey, you know, you know, let's she she was remembering birthdays and Christmas, mm-hmm. special events at least. You know yeah. what I mean? So I remember for my birthday she took me to Kmart and we picked up a um uh, it was a Huffy bike I got. Okay. And I, so fucking nineties because or well, early nineties and whatnot because it's just fucking speckled. It was like a gray bike, like mm-hmm. a base gray bike, but I remember it just being like splatter painted. Yeah. Like if it was shot with like silly string and shit, but it was like neon green <laughs> and pink and purple. Just right. All the fucking radical colors, dude. And this is a fucking sick ass fucking huffy bike. Well, like I said, she she worked, and then she also you know she had a fucking social life, so she'd be gone or whatever at night or whatever. And I remember getting this bike, and she's like, "All right, man, you got this bike. Like, enjoy, have fun, be safe, and no helmet, <laughs> no you know what I mean, no knee pads, no nothing." Right. And my mom, she wasn't paying attention and didn't really give a shit, so I'd be out at all hours of the night. And I remember just being fucking late, and I had ate, like, a fucking TV dinner or whatever, because that was usually what I was having for dinner, because there wasn't going to be, like, a home-cooked meal. It was like, here's your banquet TV dinner. Right. And so I'd fucking nuke one of those in our shitty little microwave, and then just fucking either play some video games or play with some action figures, or but now I got a bike. So I'd dip off on my bike, and this was the first night I had my bike, I go to this church parking lot and I'm like trying to do tricks and shit, <laughs> like looking for something to ramp off. And I, at the same time, I'm like pedaling around this bike. I'm looking around and I'm just like, there's nothing really to do tricks on. You know what I mean? So yeah. I go back home and I'm looking at my bike and I'm like, you know what? It's got the pad on like the, the handlebars. Where it has like that foam pad. Oh and it yeah, has, the like, one the that logo. like Velcro's yeah. off and everything. And then it also on the middle frame, like the the fucking the nut racker bar. <laughs> it's got right. the one of those on there. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take this shit off because I'm used to seeing like the big kids. They don't have this shit on their bike. So I fucking pull those off. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I got more like a big kid's bike. I'm going to go out again. I'm going to find something. I'm going to do some fucking tricks. I'm going <laughs> to okay. do some trick shit. Yeah. So I go out there and I fucking find a, a sidewalk that has like a little, you know, it's got a little fucking pop-up in it from a fucking tree. And I'm fucking hauling ass and jumping off it. And I almost fucking crashed. I'm like, cool, cool. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, you know, I made it. So I fucking try it like two, three more times. And well, one of the times I come off this motherfucker, I came down a little too hard and I crashed crack my head right on the handlebars yeah and i'm like okay that kind of hurt i'm seeing (laughs) stars a little bit i feel my head i'm like i'm not bleeding i'm good yeah everything's good so i'm like riding around like damn my head's starting to kind of hurt so i ride around the neighborhood for a little while longer and then i end up going home by this time my sister either got home from work or just stopped by or whatever and I pull up to the house, and she's like, dude, where's all your little your little pads and things that were all over like, your fuck bike? that, I graduated. And I was like, man, I don't need that stuff. And so she's like, okay, well, okay, whatever you want. It's your bike, you know? Mm-hmm. So I park my bike, and I go inside. And I, like, I just remember having, like, shaggy hair, so I, like, slide my hair back. And I'm like, you know, like, rubbing my head. And I'm like, 
Oh shit! What is that? I had the biggest. Why are fucking, my hands wet, dude? No, it wasn't wet. I just had the biggest goose egg on my oh. fucking head. It was like having a unicorn horn pop out the top of my head. I smacked the shit out of my head so hard. <laughs> and my sister's like, "Whoa, what is that?" And of course, it immediately freaks me out. And I'm like, "Whoa, what is it? Like, I don't know what the fuck this is." Like, dude, oh my god, I had a monster goose egg on my fucking head. yeah <laughs> and so i start freaking out and fucking just you know like when you're a little kid like things don't even really hurt until somebody else reacts to it right yeah so like fucking like even like a little kid they fall down like you fucking make fun or you don't even like you know be exaggerated exaggerative about it mm-hmm. they don't it doesn't really bother them yeah. and so They're seeing like, my oh. sister's face i was like oh shit i'm gonna die <laughs> like <laughs> is this my brain <laughs> right but yeah i remember that about my fucking bike but yeah like i said my mom didn't give a fuck cause she was either you know passed out or whatever my sister my older siblings weren't fucking home my brother was in texas and i would just take off on that little fucking be- that little huffy bike like just all hours of the night yeah all my other friend well one of my main friends at the time like like keith mm-hmm. he wasn't really allowed out at night or around allowed to uh ride bikes like all over the neighborhood and stuff because his mom had passed away because she got injured on a bike and passed away from it mm-hmm. and um yeah like i remember just just being out there by my onesie man just hearing fucking cicadas and fucking chirp and just yeah it was weird man it's a different time like i just no cars driving around Mm -hmm. like just so quiet yeah like now you try and go out it's just fucking there's always traffic you're always looking for cars there's always bums and just idiots on the road like can't just fucking just go just go and just be alone in your thoughts and not worrying about not having like a a light on your bike and yeah flashy lights like you're gonna get fucking Being ran super over. protective yeah like telling someone like texting them oh, like hey yeah. i'm going out right now like no. if i don't respond back by like, two in the morning i'd go might have been raped over the neighborhood and like i said at the time like i didn't really have too many like main friends like Keith was like my main neighborhood friend Mm -hmm. at the time because like i said we kept bouncing around bouncing around i make friends at like preschools or whatever and stuff but the only one that stuck with me was like keith because he was still in the name same neighborhood right so yeah like fucking it was just it was just weird i remember just, just so secluded at that time right and you were kind of central oh yeah yeah so for that to be something that you were used to no that's what i'm saying when you were younger that's kind of crazy no yeah now it's never. i remember back in the day like this area people calling it well it was considered a town Mm -hmm. not a city right it was that unpopulated to it was still a town it hadn't reached city population Mm -hmm. so that was the whole thing like i said ride bikes not worry about getting hit by a fucking car or you know what i mean right so i might show a fucking wiener to a little girl or whatever but it <laughs> no wasn't big deal. no big deal it wasn't as crazy as today <laughs> yeah but right. fucking and then like i had that bike and then i was riding around and my sisters got older everybody got older you know what i mean and i had that bike for a long time and 
it became, you know, a piece of shit. Like, it was fucking, it was showing signs of wear. And I was, like, in, like, maybe, like, second grade, third grade. And my sister was like, hey, I I have this friend that has a little brother. Like, do you want to, you know, hang out with him? Do you want, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do you want to meet another friend? And it was another kid that I never seen in the neighborhood. And I didn't know of or whatever. And so they just kind of like fucking play dated us in a right. way. <laughs> and so I met my friend fucking uh, Michael and we were fucking riding bikes and I wound up playing basketball and I wound up being on little league team with him. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, I just had this shitty raggedy little fucking bike. And I remember my bike was so raggedy at that point that his dad was like, hey. I'll sell you my son's old bike. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's less raggedy than the bike that you're fucking riding. <laughs> it's know not what like I mean? you can ride two bikes. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And that bike was basically like the third, well, the third, fourth bike that I had. And it was like a fucking BMX bike. And it had like, back in the day, one of the cool things was um, plastic rims mm-hmm. where it had like a five spoke plastic fucking rim like that was the whole like oh super fast lightweight fucking shit you know what i mean yeah and this was just like a plain gray bmx but it was of course the larger size it was the bigger size that you would fucking ride right and and so fucking i rode it around for a little bit and i was like yeah man this is better because it was like a step up from my other bike and so i told my mom and i was like yeah they want to sell me this bike and da 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 and blah blah so fucking Wound up fucking buying that bike, and I rode that bike around for a fucking while. And God, that shit was a piece of shit. <laughs> it was a piece of shit as your old one. Well, the old one had some fucking miles on it. That motherfucker, <laughs> that, that thing could talk. <laughs> like, that went through some things. But, yeah, we used to ride all over the... Fu- like, I just, like, that was a way of knowing, in that, by being introduced to that... By being introduced to that kid... Mm-hmm. I met a bunch of other kids because his dad taught a uh, baseball team. Oh, okay. And so he knew all the neighborhood kids, or at least the kids like within the area, you know what I mean? Because they were either playing baseball with them or affiliated in the area. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I met a bunch of other kids through him. And so it was it was just that whole thing. Like I've seen memes where... Back in the day, you knew where all your friends were hanging out because all the fucking bikes were in the front yard and shit. You know what I mean? And that's exactly how it was. (laughs) I could ride through my neighborhood. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have beepers. We would rarely call each other if we knew each other's phone numbers. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? All you had to do was ride through the neighborhood, and you see the pile of bikes in the front yard. Yeah, like, hey guys, where, what's up? Exactly, that's where everybody's <laughs> fucking hanging out. And yeah. then you just link up, and then you were just fucking riding bikes. Yeah, yeah. That... The times where you just showed up and rang someone's doorbell, as opposed to like, oh, not even texting them. Doorbell. And, like everybody, hey, what are you doing right now? Everybody knew fucking everybody. I remember we we even knew like older kids that were older than us, mm-hmm. and so we would just show up, and even their their parents were chill as shit, like. We'd show up and they'd be like, you know, you fucking hungry? You want burritos? They'd start fucking, you know, fucking... Cooking m- or whatever. Cooking some fucking food and shit for everybody. Like, it was just fucking a trip. It was it was just a different time. Such a different time. Such a different time. Mm. So, Tucson's kind of not maybe well known for it, but 
there are, if you go on YouTube and things like that, uh, UFO sightings. Oh, we're going we're gonna to deviate here? Uh, it's still relevant to the whole biking and okay. 90s uh, and summer activities. Some and bike stories. So. Okay. So, uh, man, like I keep saying, God love my brother. He just let me tag along all the time and let me feel like I was actually a part of something. See, that's adorable because when I tagged along with my siblings, it was always, I was, I was, I was grown, I grew up fast. So uh-huh. I was taught, be cool, be quiet. I mean, no, it was definitely that. Don't act like a little kid, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, keep your shit together. Yeah. You know, be chill. But as long as I did that, I was cool to hang around, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. As lo- exactly. They yeah. Would, they would tolerate bringing we're, we're you We're both the baby in the family. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely that. You were like, the tag along. Don't fucking embarrass me. Exactly. And you'll be... Or your At ass least is okay. just staying home. Yeah. So there was this one day, Kevin and one of the neighborhood friends, they were just up super, super late. I'm talking about like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., something like that. Right. Okay. And I just happened to be awake or something like that. I can't remember. But they decided, you know what? Let's go ride to the nearest park. And the park's... Maybe five minutes away. It, it's That's not, not bad. super far. Right. But the pathway we went through wasn't like, oh, you take all the streets to go through. It was a through. scenic route? Uh, no. Um, the shortcut? Path- shortcut. Okay. Yeah. So the pathway is normally like you take the roads and you go in through the inside. You know? Yeah, yeah. Scenic r- or uh, shortcut is you take your bike and you go through the desert some ways. <laughs> and then you're in the park. So you drive by like the moonlight through a fucking dirt path to get to where you're going. Yes. Okay. So it's been there. It's maybe two, three o'clock in the morning. Uh huh. We make it to the park and I'm like, Wow, this is so cool. Like I've never been outside this late. Right. It's so late. This like is it's just awesome. it feels so different. It smells different. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like you said, it's just totally like the sprinklers peaceful. are going off all night. It's all quiet. Yeah. Like you're just like, whoa. I mean, I don't even world. think the park had sprinklers at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just quiet. There's no cars. And like I said, we're kind of out in the outskirts. So it's very dark. There's no. Oh, yeah. There's not really a so whole lot of just, parking lights or anything like that. It's just a glow. Yeah, it was yeah. wonderful. Mm. And then all of a sudden, we see, like, some weird shit going on in the sky, right? Wiener? No, in the sky. Oh, in the sky. Okay. Yeah. Didn't see a wiener <laughs> in the sky. It was, it was like, a craft. I'm going to say it was an aircraft, because I don't, you know, maybe it wasn't. But it sticks out in my head so well. Like, it was not going the normal speed of an aircraft you know where it's just like kind of going through the sky or whatever no uh-huh. the shit is zipping through the sky Ooh, fucking et bro yeah and it and i mean i don't want to say it kind of looks circular because from who knows how many feet away right but it looks circular <laughs> <laughs> okay all right and I don't, it it was just such a weird feeling that all three of us were like, we need to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be up 
abducted. <laughs> yeah, one of us saw it and and like tapped the other one like on the shoulder or something, and we're like, "Dude, check this out!" And then all three of us finally were like, "Whoa!" And we were like, "Wait a second, there's no one else around." Like, there's if no we get grown ups, ab- yeah, <laughs> we're if, in trouble. If we get abducted right now, like literally, no one would know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, "Fuck, let's get out of here!" And I never ever went out that late ever again like as a kid i was so scared i i was like nope i nope no 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 (laughs) yeah i was always out late like i said even when i was little i didn't sleep well and nobody cared when i came or went Mm -hmm. and one of my big things was just fucking running man i used to fucking just Sprint just mm-hmm. fucking long distance. Like, I remember going from, it was like, uh, well, my street was just like, was like Brown Way, and I would dip all the way up to like Broadway, and then go shoot all the way back to like 22nd. Yeah. And like, that was a good like fucking, like, I don't know, like three miles. And just being a little dude, just, I would just be like, I feel like I need to run. Yeah. Like, I just have... I got all this I, energy. Exactly. And I would just be like, <laughs> I need to run. And I would run out of the fucking house barefoot. Mm-hmm. No socks or shoes on. A little aborigine over here. Straight through the middle of the fucking street. <laughs> me Like the fucking flash, like, dude. Just, just hands, just flat, just... <laughs> Just oh man, and I would haul ass. I would. I remember just randomly sometimes passing cars that were driving down the street, and they would flash their fucking lights at me, and I'm just like, just fucking zipping down the street, and they're just like, okay, and they didn't give a fuck back in the day. Like people would be like, oh my god, call kid. the cops. There's a weird ass kid running barefoot. Like something's wrong. No, they just go about their business and go home. Right. Like like no one shit. has a wireless phone. Well, in not their even car. that. Like that was just fucking normal. This is something you saw, I guess. A little fucking brown kid running through the fucking street. <laughs> I would fucking haul ass all the way to one busy street, basically. And that was like my border. It was like when you hit the main street. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was, turn around and just fucking zip all the way back. And then zip all the way back to where I'd hit my street again. And then I just plopped down in my bed. Just Yeah, that... that that was good. Like, that felt great, you know? Like, and that was it. Like, I just fucking randomly. Like, if I was playing Nintendo or something, I'd just be like, gotta run. And fucking pause the game and run out the fucking front door. And my mom didn't give, no one gave a fuck. It was just like, he's gone. He's running. He's fucking going somewhere. And I just remember going, black feet, just dirty fucking feet like like i was wearing like fucking asphalt shoes but nope those were my feet and yeah and i would just fucking i might be on the spectrum but (laughs) but that was a big thing when i was little i just i I can envision it so And and it was the thing. It was almost like proving myself that I could do it because I'd even do it in the middle of the day when it'd be like 115 outside and the asphalt is just piping hot and the Mm -hmm. gravel would burn a pussy's feet. 
I could just walk on that shit. I could fucking run on that shit. You were like a. I could oh, step man, on a name? sticker and it wouldn't fucking hurt. Like I could just run. Who, who's the survivor? The survivor man. man, dude. Yeah, I know. It's just, I'd I'd get my mitochondrias or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I had that shit going for me when I was little because that did not bother me. I'd stand on a fucking concrete when it was hot as fuck and you can cook an egg off the fucking sidewalk. Uh, and people would be like, God damn, ain't your feet hot? And I'm like, nah, man, like I'm chill. My cheeks hurt. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh is so hot. But yeah. Uh, and then, like I said, well, with bikes with me, like, it was the same kind of feeling. It was that liberating. I think that's what it was. It was just that whole, like, just just got to be free. You know what I mean? Just got to mm-hmm. be by myself. Not think about anything else than what I am doing right now. Right. And I think that was the whole thing with me with bikes is just I would get on my bike and I would just fucking pedal, man. I would well, ride it's, for hours. It's funny because you, yeah, you've told me before that you would even... So where your house is and where my how right, my right. childhood house was, a bike ride? God, we're probably... It was a good 15, half, 20 miles. Yeah, half an yeah. hour apart, would you say? Well, eh, well, if it's by bike, but, eh, yeah, 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 half like, hour apart. Like half an hour apart, and then you would even go past yeah. my house. And that was the up thing. Up the mountain. With me, for some reason, like bikes, like they were the way that would like... Uh, my mind's always raced, like I said, like a million miles a minute. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when I would ride a bike, it would stop. Yeah. Like, that was the one thing that would stop my mind from racing. The only thing I was thinking about was pedaling. Mm-hmm. And I would end up across town in a whole nother fucking area I've never fucking been before. And... Like there's times I, I I used to I used to just ride up to fucking Mount Lemmon. People would be like, you rode to Mount Lemmon? Yeah, I rode to the top of Mount Lemmon from my house. Right. Like there's people that buy you know thousands of dollar bikes that fucking pedal from the base of Mount Lemmon to the top or you know as far as they can get and come back. No, bitch. I used to go from the center part of town on a shitty bike and take my ass to the top of fucking Mount Lemmon just because I would just fucking pedal. Yeah, and, and that's a long journey for, like, anyone, you know, most of you probably don't live in our town. <laughs> that's that's a really long journey. And that's I hours. I wouldn't get tired. I wouldn't really get thirsty. Like, I'd just get in the fucking zone. Like I said, I would finally stop thinking about every million of goddamn things that were going on around me and just focus on just, just pedaling. Just mm-hmm. pedal, just pedal, just pedal, just pedal. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like, maybe it was like a psychological thing, like I was running away from my problems, or if it was just, just an escape period. Yeah. But I think like, we were kind of both on the same wavelength there. Like yours was bicycling, and mine was like, I just need to go fucking hang out with friends. Like I need to go in a normal family right, household. Right, no, that would, they, yeah, that was the thing with me when I was little too. Like I would have to go hang out with another family like i remember hanging out with other families i gotta hang out with my friend michael and his family and whatnot and like the house was clean things were in order they had dinner at a specific time right they're not yelling yeah they and i remember too like his dad like his dad was an asshole don't get me wrong but like they had dinner at a specific time and they had the dinner table You had dinner at the table yes and that was the thing if we if any of his friends if any of my friends 
were to sleep at that guy's house, mm-hmm. we had to do a chore if we wanted to eat. What? No, no, get this. I never had to do that. No, his dad was like, you need to take out the trash. You're going to sweep the porch. You're going to fucking do something. You're going to fucking... We didn't Earn your do, keep. Yeah, we didn't do anything like vacuum or that because that was for his sister. And that and also was kind of weird. The inside chores <laughs> were for the sister. That was like woman duties. Right. You're going to pull weeds. You're going to cut grass. You're going to sweep the porch. You're, you know what I mean? You're yeah. going to do outside, trim trees, whatever, if you want to fucking have two pieces of French toast. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, yeah. You want a fucking bowl of ramen noodle soup? Well, you're going to fucking sweep the porch, take the trash out. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it's, it was cool. You know, whatever. Like, looking back at it and, you know, not taking things for granted and earning your keep and whatnot or whatever. That or, I mean, maybe even teaching you a skill that you might not have had. Like, I mean, yeah, pulling weeds is fucking boring. But how many people have probably pulled their own weeds? Right. Not very many. Right. Seriously. But yeah, looking back at it, you can see it in many different ways. But like it said, builds character. That's how it was in that household. And I just remember just being like, damn, like. What? My mom don't give a fuck. Like, my dad wasn't around, so he wasn't instilling responsibilities or, you know what I mean, anything in me. So. Yeah. My mom doesn't give a fuck if I do this. My mom doesn't give a fuck if I do that because if, if I'm, I'm home at midnight or if not. If I'm hungry, I have a freezer full of fucking banquet TV dinners. Like, I grew up off TV dinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, breakfast, lunch, fucking dinner. I'd have a breakfast TV dinner. Sometimes if I didn't eat school lunch or I just skipped out and just came fucking home for fucking elementary school, I'd have a fucking TV dinner. Dinner time was a TV dinner. Like, right. it was rare that there was an actual home cooked fucking meal. So, yeah, it was just fucking weird. But at the same time, it's like, well, I'm getting a home cooked meal. So I'm going to fuck. I'll sweep the porch. I'll take the trash out. You know? Right. I mean, it's not like it's backbreaking work. Like, all right. right, whatever. Yeah, it's just it's like cool. Five minutes, whatever. Like this is the norm. And then, like I said, there was a bunch of other kids. So if there was like a, a kid or you know two or three over there too, and they're all doing the same thing, so I'm like, fuck. Well, I guess I gotta do it too. You know, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I gotta put up a deal. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we never, um, we never had the sense of chores in our our household. Um, I remember even one time I offered to do the dishes for my mom. She kind of looked at me like as if I said some Satanist shit or something. <laughs> like, I was you just like, damn. devil. I just wanted to do dishes for you. Like, thanks for cooking. Jesus. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember growing up there, there were kids just all the time had chores. Okay. And I'm like, okay, you, you do chores and they pay you money? <laughs> I don't what no comprehendo yeah because really the the money that we had gotten all the time from like if you were to say like compare it to doing chores the only time we got a bulk amount of money was at Christmas we always got $200 for Christmas Damn. yeah no matter what like on top of gifts That's tits. we got 200 bucks on top of gifts on top of gifts Damn. which you know sometimes was like playstation or whatever like kevin would get some good shit i would just kind of leech off of him <laughs> yeah see for me back in the day like i said we, we had a limited budget you were getting like 100 150 dollars maybe 200 dollars. no when you got christmas older. was primo at our house but that was like the only thing that was primo right 
it was it was Christmas. Like for some reason, our parents went hard for Christmas. Well, maybe that's why you suffered a little for everything else because they were just <laughs> socking it away. You know, like, yeah. Even now, like I for their birthdays, for my kids' birthdays, like I try to give them something nice, but for Christmas, I try to make it count. Like right, it's like the big thing. I don't, I don't, yeah, I I don't know why. It's just. It's just know, it's bigger, like, it's you like know? like Jesus' birthday and whatnot, <laughs> if you subscribe to that newsletter. Yeah, but I remember one particular year, for some reason, Kevin called it a Tupac Christmas, and he got a stereo, and he threw in some Tupac CDs. We listened to Tupac all day. You're right. Like, okay. That's I don't Kevin. know. It was, yeah, super strange, but it is something I will never forget. That's dope. Yeah, um, this thing—it's just—it's those little things that like stick in your mind. Like your siblings at the time might not think they had such an impression on your brain, but it's little things that you—you always remember. <laughs> Seriously, you know? the Whether little things, so small or big, you're just like I'll always fucking remember that shit. Yeah, like a Tupac Christmas. Yeah, always. Kevin. Um, so I I I've pretty much touched most of my topics about still my on my bicycles. summer like activities. I'm still on like bicycles right now. I... Well, so one of the things we used to do is we keep talking about Mount Women, right? Okay. I became friends with this family in about third grade because the mother of the family started working in like the school cafeteria, and that's uh-huh. where my mom worked. Right. So my mom got along with this other lady, and she was just like, yeah, her kids go to your school, too. And they're, you know, one of them happens to be in your same grade. I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, so eventually I became such good friends with the woman who worked there (laughs) (laughs) that she was like, you know what? You should meet my kids and everything. So I ended up meeting her kids one day because all three of them went to the same school. And and we all just clicked for some reason. So they were, ugh, man, if I could say I lived in a certain area for most of my summers, it would be that home. Like, right. their family was really my family. No, see, that's the way I felt as a kid because, like I said, I like my main... The main family where I was just kind of like a spectator, like a fly on the wall, mm-hmm. was, like I said, my friend Michael's family. Because family? I was, well, they live a, a block behind me, okay? Yeah. Like, I lived in this shitty little fucking duplex, and then, like, Keith lived, like, way up the street, like, mm-hmm. next to the school, and then Michael lived in this nice little fucking house that's, like, just a block behind mine. It was like crossing the train tracks, but you were just crossing a fucking alley. For some reason, Tucson's very much like that. So you right. can you can be in a really nice part of town and then immediately across the street, you're right. in a shithole. Yeah, seriously. Like, Super weird. In my house, like everything's like, like I said, we're in a duplex. Like it's, it's very small living space. Little tiny fucking shitty little like 13 inch TV where the cable box is bigger than the goddamn television and whatnot. <laughs> oh, and God. then I go to his fucking house and he's got this... Big ass living room that's like fucking like 
40 by 40 square feet with giant leather couches right. and just an has open the Arizona room. Oh yeah, it's like an open floor pad. He even has another fucking giant TV in like the playroom where mm-hmm. like his fucking his Super Nintendo is and stuff. And then this big old backyard where we play fucking backyard baseball, which is another discussion and just fucking just everything where I'm just like this is how people live. Right. Like, I thought my grandparents only had, like, nice things like this. Like, other kids my age have these things. Like, you don't have to be old. It's like night and day, man. Oh, yeah. And, and like I said, it's not even like I grew up in a bad side of town or anything like that. It's just, just even feeling the... Just the energy. Yes. Even if you go to somebody's house... Energy is totally different. No, seriously. Like, that was the thing, though, too. Like, like... With my my kid's mom, like, their parents, their house, like, okay, they might live in a trailer in, like, a bad side of town, Mm -hmm. but for some reason, if you go in their fucking house, it just feels warm and and comforting. Yeah, it feels comforting. It's so strange. You might be in the fucking ghetto, but it feels most calm. I know and exactly just what you're saying. Chill. Right now. You like know what I mean? I feel like it's that's the feeling weird. I chased as a child. It's, yeah, exactly. Because I, I was just like, I, I just want to feel like I belong. Yeah, you seriously. Know? Like my and fucking these families house... would treat you as if yeah, they yeah, were seriously. your own child. Yeah, and in your own house, everything felt kind of tense. Yeah. Well, my house felt super tense and just kind of fucking walking on eggshells. Like you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen from the next moment to the next and going to somebody else's living space where it was just like fucking calm and relaxing and it's just like like, very what y'all motherfuckers ain't worried about like this and this and this going on right now like what's going on like it's a totally different feeling yeah and i i feel like nowadays you probably wouldn't get that feeling um, just because I feel like everyone's kind of in for themselves, right. you know, Everybody, like everyone's very, no, everybody's self-centered. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that welcoming environment kind of isn't around anymore. Everybody now I feel just expects things. Yeah. They just expect. Well, I let your kids be... stay the night. Exactly. So next weekend you take all the kids. Pretty, pretty much. Like everyone just expects things now. It's not like. I don't know. Everything's just taken for granted. Super different. Super different. But, but yeah, like, I, I don't understand. We all lived through it, you know? Uh, I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's, it's, it's like everybody grew up at the same time, but everybody was going through different shit. And at the same time, I'm not saying that, like... I mean, even though I was on the rich side of town... Right. I it wasn't perfect. No, I, I can totally so. relate yeah, to you. No, like feeling that comfort. You right, know? I get it. Like I said, like even though, and that's the thing. Later, growing up into my teenage years, which I was getting closer into with as far as like like bikes and whatnot, because mm-hmm. that's pretty much the topic that I'm sticking on right now. Is like, like like bikes and what kind of role they played in my childhood. Okay, and but growing up. As we got older into our teens, I realized this fucking house that was, like, so marvelous and seemed like everything had its ducks in a row really fucking didn't. Right. Yeah, it, it, it was it was pretty fucking dark. It's all the perspective exactly. of someone on the it, outside. It's it's almost, I could, uh, let me put it to you like this. It's like when you stay at a hotel, mm-hmm. everything seems so nice and so different because you're not fucking used to it. 
And you're like, damn, this feels fancy. You know, and then you bring out the black light. <laughs> exactly. Oh shit. Exactly. There's semen everywhere. <laughs> In regard, what's the uh, the comedian with the? There's semen Aziz everywhere. Aziz Ansari is when he's doing the sign language for semen everywhere. Oh yeah, I fucking damn near died during that. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's pretty much like that. It's like that's what you. That's a really good way to sum it up because you go to someone else's house, and it's like you think everything's fucking perfect and every this is the dream home. They got their mm-hmm. shit together, but then you flick the black light on. <laughs> You're like, Ugh. you're like, oh god, they don't like what the fuck is going on in this house. This is I re I remember room. <laughs> the very first time I was ever in one of my friend's houses when their parents were having uh, a fuck festival no like an argument oh and i was like whoa this is totally different to me right now because right. you know my parents being deaf everything is signed so yeah unless you're paying very specific right. attention to what they're saying to each other emotions and... everything is yeah you, you're picking up how fast they're signing, how aggressive oh, they're being oh, with it. I can just imagine. I've seen, I've seen deaf arguments before. I can see them get heated. Yeah. So before it was like to me, like ah, I don't really feel like watching their hand movements and right. their You're body just, language and everything. I'm going to go it. into the other room and I yeah. won't be privy to anything. Right. But I remember being in. It's actually the same people who I used to dog sit and house sit for. Um, I remember they got into an argument and I was just like, Oh shit. You're just like, what is going on right now? I was yeah. like, I've never, I've never heard your parents talk like this. I don't even hear my parents talk like this. I was like, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Do we go? To I'm like, do we, do we, do we, yeah. do we go outside? Uh, I don't understand. Do we give them space? Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> And they're like, no, nah, we're just going to go to my room, play some video games, hang the fuck out or whatever. And I'm like, okay. What? <laughs> but you can still hear it. Like, that isn't weird to you. And they're like, no, nah, it happens from time to time, whatever. Like, not really a big deal. I was probably over there two times a week. And it it was years before I ever heard them argue. Right. So, I mean, they were probably pretty happy people. I know they're still together now. Okay. But yeah, I was I was just freaking out. I was like, whoa! I was like, damn! Did you know your mom felt this way about this? Like, seriously, like that's got to be such a shock. Like you're used to being able to ignore everything super quiet. Like you will hear like, right, right, because the the hand movements yeah, are yeah, yeah. smacking and and they're being loud with their hand movements. Yeah, and you're used to seeing. And somewhat hearing what is going on, but, but you don't not have, verbally. Yeah, you don't have that verbal expression. Oh man, I remember That's gotta it be a changed my life forever. I was like, "Wow!" You're like, holy <laughs> shit! That's what it's like when parents argue. Yeah, I always felt kind of embarrassed by my parents because I was like, "Oh, they're just like different." That's you know, weird going on right now. But then when you see other people that are like verbally verbally arguing, and you're like. Wow, that's actually a lot weirder. This is a lot yeah, more. Yeah, you know exactly how they're feeling. Like <laughs> for my parents, I can literally choose to ignore it. Yeah, 
Whereas, like with with other parents, it was like, like fucking top of the lungs. Unless we're literally outside, yeah. like down the block. Oh yeah, you know Even exactly then, what's still going on. Fucking hear them, like the neighbors know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. With the, at least it your was, parents that are deaf, no one knows what's going on. At least what's in the within the household. It was so, that so gives you crazily kind of like mind opening. <laughs> right, I was like, whoa, You're like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, "Is this does this happen often?" Like, I probably asked my friends so many <laughs> questions that they were like, "Dude, Crystal, you're being fucking weird about this." <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get what you don't get, and I'm like, "No, my life is totally different from your life. You don't understand. I don't see these things or hear these on normal basis. Like, help me understand how." you feel when this is going on i just oh man it blew my mind just even now like talking about it i still remember it so well and god just probably how weird my friends felt just <laughs> uh, so weird super weird So, back into... Yeah, bi- keep telling me your stories. Okay, let's get back into the bicicletas. Like I'm saying, I got a lot of different shit I could talk about, but I'm trying to just localize this into, like, like, like one subject, like like bikes, for for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go wherever you want with this, but I'm, I'm bicycles. Now, my next bike, okay... Mm-hmm. I had that shitty bike that had the the plastic five spoke rear. Yeah, from I'm, your friend. I remember we paid like like twenty bucks for that fucking thing. Okay. I don't even know if that was like his friend or a fucking if that was even my friend's bike or if that was a bike that was just left at his house from one of the kids and no one ever came and picked it up. So his dad I'll was like, "Sell it to you. I'm selling this shit." <laughs> exactly. I never knew. It's the best deal around town. <laughs> right. I had that thing for probably like a year, maybe a year and a half, until I finally got. My other bike, because like I said, my dad passed away, and we were starting to get money. So, mom was like, well, let's get you a good bike, you know, baby, Because I was always getting flats and just mm-hmm. just having problems. Like, I, I learned how to work on that bike a lot because it was just enough to keep it fucking rolling. That like, was something I gave up on. Like, as soon as the bike chain broke, I was like, well, the bike's broken. I don't know what to No, do. like, it was constantly <laughs> just just chains and brake cables and just the crank like everything you ever use that uh, that green slime yeah yeah, put yeah. in your tires of course yeah i never understood no that, that but was I, I loved nece- it i was like whoa yeah that was a necessity because <laughs> i rode alleys and dirt trails like, yeah that was a necessity if you wanted to fucking keep her moving you need that slime in your fucking tires because <laughs> you weren't fucking gonna make it far without it and so my finally, I I was able to pick out a bike, and I remember my friend Michael. He got a Redline bike, and Redlines were like the shit. They were like they were like BMX bikes, but they were racing bikes. Oh, like they were like a BMX bike, you know, like the tradi- traditional shape of a BMX bike. That's but hot. It, but it was hot. But it was a little <laughs> stretched out. Okay, so it was a little longer. Okay, so that way it wasn't so short and like compact. Like it was a little bit longer than a. Uh, than a traditional BMX bike. And I remember looking into those and shit and just wanting to get one and stuff. And I told my mom, I was like, yeah, I want one just like that. Like, I see them at the bike store. There was, a, you know, there was even a bike store that was just 
purely it only sold redline bikes mm-hmm. and that was like the flagship that was in the window that was like this is what the kids are racing with these days and it was pretty fucking pricey and um i mean my, I, i've never even heard of that brand my friend had one and uh well he had one in i remember the same week okay that i had got that bike his bike miraculously got stolen Mm -hmm. okay and this is when things started to dawn on me that things weren't uh, his dad wasn't on the up and up or just the the nicest guy in the world because i get my bike okay right his bike gets stolen Mm -hmm. he accuses me of stealing his fucking bike and i'm like Showing up to the house, I'm like, yeah, man, check my bike out. I got one, you know what I mean? It's like same brand as yours, blah, blah, blah. And And instantly his dad comes out and is like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, is that my son's bike? And I'm like, what? It's the same brand, but it's not his bike. And he's like, well, his bike got stolen. And I'm like, dude, your bike got stolen. Like, I literally didn't know. Right. And I'm like, your bike got stolen? And he's just like. Yeah, man, my bike got sold, and I was like, well, I just got, like, it was a fucking brand new, like, it was shiny as fuck. The tires, the rims, like, it was brand fucking new, and his bike, he had had it for probably at least half a year, and it was was beat up, you know, not beat up, but you could tell that it was The scrapes and the paint and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. And I'm just I mean, like, tires you can wash off or get new ones, this but you bike, can't fix paint. Yeah, this bike looked nothing like his because it was fucking like immaculate. Like I literally just got it and mm-hmm. brought it over to show him like, hey man, check it out. And he was just like, yeah, well his bike got stolen. That's not his bike. And did 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 like just accusing me of stealing his fucking bike. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa, like. It went from, I thought we were fucking, like, cool. Like, I was kind of sort of looking at you like a father figure in a way. Right, accepted, kind of. You know, you were a grown-up that had, like, ground rules and, like, someone I was respecting, you know what I mean? To just, like, wow, like, you're... You gonna do me like that? You're treating me like I'm a fucking thief, like I'd come to your fucking house and still... I'd never! Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'd fucking respect you. I come over, I fucking... I'm nothing but respectful for you... towards you you feed me food or whatever i clean your fucking house like i'm nothing but polite and fucking nice and the first thing i do is come over and you tell me i'm a fucking thief right i was just like damn it went from a good day to just a fucking bad day like i remember just feeling like shitty like even though my bike wasn't stolen right just went with my mother to buy this fucking bike just knowing the just, fact that he thought of exactly. you like that. I was just like, wow, this is, that was the beginning. That was where I was like, wow, I understand. Where you stand. Where, exactly where I stand. Yeah. Like, like I said, I was on the other side of the train tracks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wasn't on their level. So yeah. it was more of just like, it, it put me in my fucking place. That was where I was starting to figure out the world. And That's so I up. was just, yeah, and I was just like, wow. So I just, I literally went home, I parked my bike, and I just sat in my room. I was like, I don't even want to fucking ride this bike. Right. Like, I can't ride it with my friend. Because he lost his. Because he his <laughs> was stolen. lost, <laughs> stolen. The guy thinks that this dude who I respected is treating me like a fucking thief. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't even want to fucking ride this bike right now. And I remember later on my sister too being like, hey man, like, like, why aren't you out like riding your bike? You're always riding your bike or whatever. And I was, I just remember being like, I just don't want to. Like, I didn't even tell her. I was just like, I just, just don't want to. Yeah. But so shortly after that fucking, um, I guess they found his bike and his bike was like fucking torn to pieces. Like the, the rims were off the handlebar. What? You're so soft. The handle, the handlebars were. Do you need another shot? No. The handlebars were gone. Like, like it was, they found the frame of the bike because all the bikes have serial numbers. Oh shit! And I guess some cop found like a fucking house where there was a bunch of fucking people that were like stealing shit. So they found stereos and this and that and blah blah blah. Found fucking the bike frame to my friend's fucking bike. Yeah. And they're like, here you go. We found your bike. But it was just literally the frame. There was right. nothing I mean, else to the bike. There was no chain forks. and wheels are no. so bad. It, there was nothing. Oh. There was no pedals, no sprockets, no fucking literally crank. Frame. It was the frame. Wow. It was, there was exactly no forks, no handlebars. They found the fucking frame, and they're like, here's your serial numbers, here's your bike. Yeah. And then here I am still riding on my new bike, and then that <laughs> was when fucking his dad was like, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, not even sorry. Oh, I guess you didn't take it. Oh. Like, not even like, oh, I'm sorry for saying you're a fucking thief and trying to fucking impose myself as a grown-ass man upon you, like... Get off my son's bike. You know what I mean? Right. Like, n- no, motherfucker. Like, yeah. Never, yeah, seriously. Never apologize. Just fucking, like, whatever. Yeah. Fucking dickhead. Mm. Yeah. But anyways, we got, I got over it. Fucking, and. Uh, Clearly. He, he got another bike, <laughs> and we, we would start riding around, and we would just, we'd go all over, man. We'd make our own fucking dirt tracks behind i remember there was like the, the target that's closing down right now right behind there we had a uh, like a whole fucking bmx track mm-hmm. where you can like ride around there was like fucking doubles and fucking just all kinds of jumps and all kinds of cool shit and we go out there with shovels and rakes and make fucking tracks and just fucking at the time no one had cameras no one had fucking cell phones like right. we were just out there just doing trick shit you know what i mean just fucking just 180s 360s tabletops like just bar spins, just just fucking having fun. Yeah. Well, we also like to get in a little bit of trouble. I mean, knowing you, yeah. So, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> since we're talking like summertime activities where bikes would play into that is we would go to this hotel. I'm not going to name names, but we'd go to a hotel that was in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they had a pool and a jacuzzi. Well, we yeah. all go swimming and everything. All right. We just waltz up in there and just yeah. fucking swim because nobody in our neighborhood had a fucking pool, any of the kids that we knew. So we just go fucking swimming and whatnot. And then they realize, like, God, there's a bunch of fucking kids in this pool. Like, <laughs> where the fuck is the adults? Like, right. where, you know, this and that. And so they'd come and talking to us. And, so, and we'd be like, oh, we're up in room, you know, like fucking 102 or... 173 or just make right. up a number and they'd be like that okay. is that is no that is no <laughs> room or whatever you know and then it's just run <laughs> take off fucking running and uh it got to the point where 
they would start locking the gate. So, you know, we'd have to jump the gate to get mm-hmm. in. And they'd be like, hey, where's your fucking key card? You know, where's your, your where, where's your room card? You're and like, motherfucker, I'm in the pool, ain't I? Like, exactly. <laughs> I exist and here. And so we, we'd have to make up a number. And then we realized, like, we can't all go at the same time. Like, if we wanted to go swimming in the fucking summertime, we would have to fucking take turns. And so, like, two or three of us, would go to the pool, go swimming, and then everybody else would jump on their bikes and ride through the fucking hole, like the outside, like the parking lot, yeah. or even through the hotel like area, sometimes even the lobby. Like we'd have to cause a fucking ruckus to get the attention off of whoever was fucking swimming that day. Right. And we would just fucking ride our bikes, man. We would take these like managers this was before they had like security this was like staff <laughs> this was the fucking the the fucking the waiters and you know the pool boy and shit yeah. were running us around this whole fucking area and we'd be talking shit you motherfucker you can't catch us <laughs> blah, blah, blah. you know just talking like a shit. cartoon just talking shit man just to like keep a, uh what a looney tunes or yeah, something just to keep their fucking attention you know what i mean and then we'd like stop and like oh man my tire's flat and like let them catch up and then boop, 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 just bail off on the bike again so they think they were gonna like grab you and shit it was so hilarious and we'd fucking do, we'd just take turns and we'd fucking do that and well to this day they have specialty guards at the hotel because of us yeah <laughs> yeah they had to hire actual security but and then also one of the other things we do is we'd go to we'd ride our bikes we'd park it just outside the uh like the lobby area, we'd yeah. hide our, our bikes in a bush, and then we'd go to the bar, we'd grab a shitload of cherries. Damn. And any, if there was a drink or whatever. The maraschino cherries? Yeah, and if there was a drink or something out on someone's table, we'd just fucking grab them, and we'd run, and we'd go to the fucking uh, the elevator, and we'd take the elevator all the way up, like nine, ten floors in the air, to the top floor, and then once we'd hit the top floor, all... If it was like three to like seven of us kids, we'd go to the fire escape to the stairs and we'd fucking push that door. And as soon as you push that door, (laughs) fucking sirens, fucking, you know, the fire alarms going off because it's the emergency exit. And we would just fucking run down these stairs and we'd think trouble. It, it was just the funnest fucking thing. Just, you know, the fucking sirens and the lights and everything going right. off. And we'd run down all fucking like nine, ten flights of stairs all the way to the bottom, bust out the door and then fucking grab our bikes and then take off. Troublemakers. And then, of course, the fire trucks and everything would fucking show up, allegedly. And, uh. Right. (laughs) Allegedly. And we would just sit back and enjoy that shit. Yeah. But yeah, we used to get in trouble like well not get in trouble, but we used to cause trouble like that. And uh like I said, we would build we would build uh like tracks where we would go and fucking uh do trick shit on and whatnot. But there was this place. It was uh Yeah. It was by Yeah. Yeah, it was by an overpass. And it was like these giant mounds of dirt, okay? Mm-hmm. It was just these two giant mounds of dirt that were just for some... I don't know if they were left there from construction where they built like a, the, the like the, the wash because mm-hmm. it was like a concrete wash. And so I'm thinking like maybe that's where it was left from, like, you know, like over time. But they were like 
25, 30 foot, just mounds of dirt. And this is two large mounds of dirt. Yeah. We call that bitch Titty City. <laughs> so we'd go over to Titty City and we'd go, you know, down one titty and then up the other side of the titty and do some trick shit or whatnot. And then we'd go down the concrete wash and we'd fucking do all kinds of tricks. Well, also in the same area, since it's a wash, it's all concrete. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a giant, like like a like a U, and it's all shaped in concrete. Well, it's got like you know, like exactly, it's got like twenty five foot walls, with like maybe a fifteen twenty foot flat land on the bottom. It's a big wash. Right. This is a big wash. This is like the main part of the city. Like if we were to flood, this is what's going to deal with the water. Okay. Okay. So in the same area, there's overpasses and whatnot for, you know, vehicles and stuff to go over. There's all kinds of fucking sewage drains and just all kinds of shit. Well, in one of these areas, well, further down the wash from where Titty City was, like if you would just ride for like a good like five, ten minutes, because this was a, it's a long wash. It's still there. There's a cave and it's like a circular, well, it's a drainage system, you know, like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, where he likes to yeah. lie and everything. Okay, well, this place is called Lost Boys Cave. Gross. No, there is two boys, an older brother and a younger brother. They were like ten, and I think the younger brother was like six. Well, legend had it back in the day that they went down there like playing around and everything Mm -hmm. and when it would rain like i said this is a main hub where the water goes in the city like it goes from all like in our city there's all kinds of underground canals yeah and like drainage areas well it leads to this main thing it's like a wash it's literally almost it turns into a river when it rains okay Mm -hmm. when it rains really hard this turns into a fucking river and there was children that were playing down there and, well, the, what had happened is there were a couple of missing kids. They say that they went down there and they drowned. They yeah. got lost in one of those fucking, one of those drainage systems. You know what I mean? And so this main thing that was called Lost Boys Cave, we would go in there and we'd go on our bikes. And it, we, we would ride our bikes and you'd have to duck your head down because you'd be on your bike. And you'd use your feet kind of kicking at the side. Yeah. Because there wasn't really enough room to pedal, so your feet would just kind of track on the side, you know, like left, right, so you were, like, walking your bike. Right. And you'd be, like, kind of hunched over, because it wasn't very tall. It was, like, maybe, like, like a five-foot circular tunnel. And it's just fucking dark. It's just pitch black, and it would go for miles. And every once in a while, like, every mile, maybe, you'd see a little speckle of light, because there would be, like, a, a tunnel above you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'd hear a train because train tracks would go across it and we would just go through it and just go through it. It was fucking scary as fuck. That sounds creepy as hell. No, creepy as fuck because at the same time, it's like I said, kids allegedly died down there. Right. Because it was literally, it was called Lost Boys Cave. Like it was where they, they ran in there to try and get out of the rain and well, they couldn't get out of there and that's where they fucking drowned. Right. So, yeah, we would go through there, and we'd go as far as we could. And uh, there was, if you can go far enough through that thing, you'd be able to pop up through the other side, and you were in a, uh, like, a train depot. Mm-hmm. And you could actually jump on a train. 
What? Yeah. Like one time we jumped on a train. <laughs> we left our bikes in Lost Boys Tunnel. We jumped on a train like some hobos and we wound up in Phoenix. Right. <laughs> so we went on a 150 mile journey on a fucking train. God, what's that old book that was around in the 90s? Probably older than that. But it was it was like all about like a uh, a little group of kids who were kind of like kind of like Scooby-Doo, you know, they're like little mystery solving people. You talking about the Stephen King novel? No, 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 no. It it was it was like a series, you know. It was a series. A series. It was a book series of all these young kids who would uh I don't know if they'd necessarily solve mysteries or something, but you know that South Park episode where it's like, I got a clue over here. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, my clue's pointing over here. Uh, my clue's pointing over here. It, it was kind of like that, you know? Like, it, it was a... I guess it would be solving mysteries, but... Man, now I gotta look that up, because I, I remember it had something to do with a train. I'm gonna have to look that up, like, right now. Okay, well, another thing we would do is in the center part of town. Like I said, there's all kinds of underground like drainage systems. Not necessarily sewage, but it's for water. It's like when right. it would rain. Because back in the day where we lived, we used to get quite a bit of rain. And so, not so much these days, but back in the day, like we we have areas now that are called, they're named after rivers because they used to flow with water. Well, they don't flow with water anymore. So all these systems were set up for, you know, the fucking water and whatnot. Right. And we would, at the same time, we got older, we were early teens, and we would take our bikes down to fucking areas, and we would go through, and you'd go through one part in, like, the center part of town, like I said, you just fucking, you'd hear cars passing over above you, you'd fucking hear all kinds of weird sounds, like, you know, you're running over beer bottles and shit. You can't see shit, but you're underneath the fucking city. And eventually, sometimes you'd, you'd come across some bum villages where, yeah. you know, there's, like, homeless people living fucking 20 miles into the center of fucking no man's land in the fucking earth where it's just, like, you can't see shit. It's dark as fuck. There's no fucking light, but there's, like, villages of fucking people living underground. It was yeah. fucking the weirdest shit. Well, gotta get out of the the fucking ailments here, you Dude, know, the elements. It was trippy. A lot of times we'd, we'd bump into some interesting characters down yeah. there. It's called the, the boxcar children. Oh, the boxcar children. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But, yeah, like, we would go down there, and sometimes, you know, we might make a friend or two. Cause like I said, Friend. hey, we would <laughs> we we would fucking go down there, and we would range from anywhere from kids from the age of like ten years old up to like seventeen years old. Yeah, and, you know, some of the older kids that were with us were were like bigger kids that what might be confused as adults, so they would be our translators. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> while we were down there, they would you know, hey. Some of them would want cigarettes or beer or whatnot, and so they'd talk to those dudes that were in the middle of the fucking city in the in the nether regions of the world and be like, hey, man, you guys want to, you know, like, go up to the store and get us some fucking cigarettes and some <laughs> beer and we'll get right. you something, too, or whatever, you know? And sometimes we'd wind up 
hanging out with these homeless people underneath the fucking city. <laughs> Jeez. Man. Yeah. It was a different time. Different time indeed, man. Because back then they weren't tweaking off like meth or anything. The most they were tweaking off like crack. But crack, not that crack wasn't bad, but it wasn't like fucking meth. They didn't think we were Darth Vader coming after them under the fucking ground or whatever. They were just like, y'all got some money. (laughs) (laughs) Trying. Scratching at themselves like, shit, whatever, man. Get you guys some beards, cigarettes, and whatnot. I don't give a fuck. Give us fucking money. Right. I just think it's crazy the uh, the amount that has changed between now and, for instance, when you were a kid and when I was a kid, and the things that people are so quick to say that it's, like, child endangerment or, you know, something something along those lines, you know? Right. Where I was, like I said, I, I was probably, God, eight years old. When my brother took me to a park at two in the morning, okay, like sure things might have been a little bit different around my household because they couldn't hear us going outside. It might as well have been the same at my household because my mom was drunk, passed out on the couch, and didn't hear or care that I was leaving or going. Like I said, gotta run and just would right. take off at fucking nine, ten, eleven o'clock at night, yeah, fucking barefoot, I, five I years old. I could literally stay at my friend's house for a week come back and uh-huh. my mom would be like oh hi right I'm like what do you mean oh hi like i've been gone seven days seriously <laughs> you don't even want to ask me where i might have been <laughs> seriously whereas now it's like oh man you lost sight of your child for five seconds oh yeah and they did something really terrible like spill my coffee and god you're the, you're just the worst parent it's like what what I don't, okay, I I just, I don't understand how we're expected to know every movement and every thing that they, they do where I was raised in a situation where, like I said, I could be gone a week right. and my parents would be like, hey. How's it going? Yeah. Like it was just a, a regular. Here's dinner. Like, like they just saw you yesterday. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. no, I think it's more just now is it's so different because. There's so much crazy shit going on, and I think because of the internet, everybody. I feel like that probably was just as crazy as before, uh, though. There's just it, more people okay. in the world it to make just, it more common. It wasn't reported as much because you don't have as much media and okay. direct connection and whatnot. But at the same time, I think it's it's worse than it was back then, because now people's let's say kinks mm-hmm. are so far like it takes a lot to get a lot of people's fucking dick hard. Right. That a lot more crazy shit is going on now. Like you hear a lot more crazy shit in the news, you know, like so and so was It's fucking, more apparent. Was trapped in a house with no food and you right. know what I mean? In like me and you were just or... lucky that we didn't get gang raped and died. <laughs> exactly. Like you look back now and you're just like, damn, I could have I could have been seriously fucked up. I could have been fucking... No one ever could... I couldn't be doing this podcast right now because right. we could have all just been murdered inside a fucking tunnel somewhere <laughs> right. by some fucking homeless people that we spent like a full day with. I could have been abducted by the, the child molester who no, gave ser- out candy. Exactly. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, looking back at it now, like, 
like at the same time, like I said, like all these people, like like I said, we could have fucking easily been fucking just fucking murdered inside the underworld right. of our city and never been hurt. We could have been the Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And no one would have ever fucking known. Yeah. Like we used to spend days sometimes fucking like literally like like one to two days before we'd even go fucking home just hanging out with these fucking weird transient people like that fucking would jump off a fucking train that came from you know fucking california or fucking tennessee or just wherever all over the place and they would just tell us all these crazy stories and we would just sit there like it was a goddamn movie just watching (laughs) it explained to us because we're like whoa because they're just fucking just bugging out and fucking you know what i mean we're just like this is fucking cool. Tell me more. Exactly. Tell me more. <laughs> this is fucking cool, man. Like, I got five bucks. Keep talking. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I just, I remember we would even, so in the place I, I lived at, you know, there's no street lights. There's no lamps. There's no nothing. So as soon as it gets dark, it is dark. Oh, yeah. In my neighborhood, there was probably like three street lights in a like six by six mile square radius. Yeah, I know. The nearest lights for us were either home lights, you know, like patio lights or something. Like a porch light, yeah. Or the park, which was five minutes away. Oh, no. Even our parks, like, didn't really have lights. It was was far. Right. Um, And we would even stay out. There there was... So my my neighborhood was kind of like a donut, right? So it was a giant circle. Had a hole in the middle. And we we were the hole in the middle. (laughs) And on the outskirts of the circle, there would be cul-de-sacs. And then, of course, you know there's a way in and there's a way out. Right. Um, But one of the, or several of the neighborhood kids lived in this particular cul-de-sac. So it it was like the place to be, you know, if you were a kid and you were looking to hang out with other kids. You were were in that that area. You were in that cul-de-sac. So we would spend forever just outside at night playing hide and seek or, or kick the can. You know what oh, kick yeah. the can is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you ever ding dong ditch? Oh yeah, we ding dong. We ditch. did that on our bikes all the time. We'd fucking roll up to a fucking house, someone would have to get off their bike and go fucking just boom, 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 just as yep. hard as you can. It wasn't like we wouldn't even use like the ding dong because it was like sometimes. Everybody's doorbell didn't work. Yeah. So it was like, you might get a reaction. You might not get a reaction. We'd make sure we get a reaction. So you would kick and pound on the fucking door. Like, there, your house is on fire. You know what I mean? Like, right. fucking come to the goddamn door. And then we'd fucking take off around the corner on our fucking <laughs> bike to where we could see the fucking front door. And just... <laughs> while they fucking came running out all frantic like what the fuck is going on because we literally sometimes be like your house is on fire you right. know like we just witnessed this from the fucking curb and they'd fucking run outside in their fucking robe and their fucking right <laughs> their slippers and shit. yeah i i just remember you know like i said my parents were never concerned when i came home eight o'clock at night and it's been pitch black for hours you know oh, in yeah. the middle of summer we, I don't know, it, it can get dark or light, you know, 6.30 is maybe your cutoff, you know, it's it's starting to get dark. So, if I come, o'clock, or come at home, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, it's been dark for a while. 
Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, like I said, it it, it was never like, oh my god, honey, where have you been? Like, no, it was just, hey, oh, you're home. Yeah. Or hey, cool. you just poked your head out of your room. You're like, nah, I've been out in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. Like sometimes when I would I would see my mother or whatever, she would just kind of like poke her head up if she'd see the door open or whatever and it was she wouldn't even say anything she'd just go back to bed or whatever so i'd just be like okay i'm gonna go to yeah. my room i just remember playing hide and seek in this cul-de-sac for as long as my friends could possibly oh, yeah. play till they you know had to go home before yeah before yeah. their parents came out and was like you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, like, it's time to come in, it's exactly. dinner time or whatever. And they're like, okay, guys, I guess I got to go, it's dinner time. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, well, now I got to go home. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, exactly, you'd go yeah, home and it'd exactly be like, hey, it and it's like, oh, glad you were concerned, thanks. Right? No, <laughs> it, it was the same thing for me. It was like, once my friends had to go home, it's like, a lot of, like, you see memes and shit now, and it's like, oh, when you see the streetlights, like, go off. Or mm-hmm. Like I said, we didn't have really streetlights, so it was always just fucking dark. It was just more of when their parents, you know what I mean, it was time to go fucking go home or whatever. Right. And then I'd be the last one, because out of everybody else that parents were expecting them to go home, my parent, my parent wasn't expecting me to come home, so I just I guess I gotta go home. Right. There's, there's no other options. There's no one to fucking play with now. So yeah. I'm Everyone's eating go. tabletop dinners. Yeah. I'm gonna go home and play some fucking Nintendo, maybe, or fucking just whatever. Fucking just yeah. Fuck off in my room or go for a run. And right. I would just fucking <laughs> gotta go, yeah. gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta yeah. go fast, gotta go fast. I think that's why I bonded so much with my my brother. It was just. You know, he's close, kind of close in age from me. You know, four years is not that big of a deal. Right. So when he was up, I was typically up. And I, I was just, you know, always curious, like, what are you doing? What do you got going on? Like, right. I don't have anybody else to hang out with. You want to hang out? And, you know, he, he just, he got me into video games. And, and like I said, the right. the MMORPGs were something we were able to play together and experience and everything, you know, and that's, I, mm-hmm. I strongly feel like if Final Fantasy 11 never came out, like, or Counter-Strike even for that matter, we would not have the relationship that we have. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah see, I never had that as a kid because all my siblings were older, but they were all just, like I said, my brother was in another state. My two sisters my oldest sister she worked and also had you know she had a social life so she fuck she didn't want to fuck me home or whatever so she was out you know going to clubs or whatever and then my sister that's older than me but like i guess technically kind of somewhat in the middle child or whatever she, she was always out too she mm-hmm. would go with other friends or whatnot so it was just me stuck in the house with my mom who was you know just just fucking either there or not there she she was there, but not there. And so I, I would just bounce around. Like, I would go, like, I'd go to Keith's house, and then Keith would, you know, have a curfew or whatever. So I'd stay, I'd stay over there as long as I could, and then, like, fucking, you know, his dad would be like, all right, you know, it's time for you to leave or whatever. And so I'd take off, and then I'd go to, you know, my other friend's houses, and then fucking I'd stay there until, you know, same thing. Like, it's time for dinner, it's time mm-hmm. to come inside. 
And I would go to the next friend's house, like, hey, can you play? And they'd be like, nah, man, gotta be inside. So then God, I'd go it's, to, it's so crazy. I'd go to that... another friend's house, and it would just, it, it, it literally just fucking just graduate until it was <sighs> absolutely, I'd go to some other friend's house, and their house was just dark. And yeah. that's when I would know. All the like, lights off, all the porches, all and the everything. lights are off. It's, that's the last person I yeah. could probably hang out. So I guess I gotta go home. God, the feels right now are so similar, even though we grew up on two totally different sides of town. Right, and at the same time, it's like, and, and at that moment, it's like you feel like, man, I gotta go home, but I don't want to go home. Yes. But I gotta go home, because yeah. nobody else is out here. You're like, no, and one, so, no one cares when I go home. Exactly, and so a lot of times, I would just wander. Like, I would ride my I bike. was always so afraid to wander. No, Just like I, I said, that I fucking UFO shit. shit. I was like, to, nope. I'd go to the park. <laughs> I'd go to the school. Like I said, now, looking back at it, like, wow. My son, my youngest, is at around the age that I was at the time. I couldn't imagine him. Just being out. Just wandering around, going to fucking schools, going to parks, riding his bike everywhere, just running through the streets barefoot. I couldn't have fucking imagined him, dude. It hurts my heart just thinking, like, if that was my son now doing those things, how terrible as a parent I would fucking feel. Right. Like, not necessarily that it's a different time, just... Like, okay, saying that it's a different time, like back then, like, oh, you know, those are different times, you could do those type of things and have to worry. It's like, no, that doesn't even fucking matter, that doesn't even fucking count. The point is that your kid would rather be running around barefoot or just riding his bike anything, just in anything. another neighborhood or just being anywhere other than being home with you. Uh, the feels and, right yeah, now. Yeah, and that fucking crushes my fucking soul. Just that crushes my soul that. right now. That's like fucking awful thinking back at that. Oh. Yeah. It brings tears to my eyes right now. <laughs> so bad. I can't even look at you. Like, I can't picture my uh. little London doing those things that I did at the time because he would rather be out there doing that than right. being home. Right. Because home was just such an unhappy, shitty place that he would Uncomfortable. rather do that than be home. Right. Like, even if he didn't have anybody to play with, just by himself. It's just, it's just awful. Right. Ah, we might have to cut this off on that <laughs> note. That's so bad. <laughs> the feels. Oh, God, the feels. Um... But yeah, I don't think I really have anything else to say. Like I said, I tried to keep it just more like bicycle related. Right. Ooh, what about your uh, your 4th of July's? What did you guys do for 4th of July? I we? You really want to get in that because 4th of July and like fireworks is a whole nother goddamn discussion. And I could go on and on about that. Oh. And literally that's why I was trying to keep my side of the discussion just about like bicycles and what they played in the role of my childhood right so <laughs> okay i guess we can save that for another we're pushing time. two hours so we could probably do that for another you know, are we really summertime activity okay <laughs> all right all right well i guess that's all i have then for my summertime activities as as well as 
my summertime activities as far as like like bicycles can go that I can think of. Yeah. Those are just bicycle related events to me. Dang. So, dang. <laughs> That's a lot of events. <laughs> I'm over here like my summertime's tapped out. <laughs> no, my no. Like I said, bikes played a big that was like my first set of wheels, man. That was fucking you know what I mean? When you're little and you have a bike, it's like it's like in your car. You're like, I'm liberated because you can only run so far on your bare feet before you're like, okay, I got to go home. Right. But I just with felt... a bike, I felt like I can go across the world. Like, yeah. It didn't matter. I just felt unliberated after someone had told me they got seriously fucked up on that hill. And I was nah. like, well, I'm retiring the bike for now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That didn't bother me at all. Seeing people get fucked up all the time. We were always doing trick shit. That wasn't a big deal to me. Yeah. I don't know. I've never broken a bone in my body. So <laughs> I've I've always been like, ooh, that's a hard pass. Thanks, though. <laughs> but on that note, that was a uh, a brief little discussion of summertime activities and whatnot from, yeah. from, from the old uh, 90s nostalgics. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can hit us up at the 90s Nostalgics on Instagram, on Podbean, as well as iTunes. If you want to reach out to Miss Sarah Beers, my co-host, you can hit her up on Instagram as well. She's at Sarah underscore Bears on That's Instagram. Me. That's you. And I would like to give a specific thank you to all the people who have left us reviews so far. We oh, yeah. checked this morning and we are at three, which is great. Hey, we got a whole three people. <laughs> it's, I don't care. I'm grateful for those three people because that's three exactly. people that are listening. Me That took too. the time out of their busy fucking days to say, hey, thanks guys. Exactly. So awesome. I really hope if you guys are, are new to the show, you, I guess, like us enough to do that for us because that would be extremely helpful. And and it helps our egos knowing that people listen. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. Our I'm feelings. not going to say that we don't do this for ourselves, but at the same time, we do this for y'all. So it is nice to have a little, you know... A little backer. A little kickback that it's yeah. like, hey, we're listening. We yeah. hear you. I really it's enjoy that. It's not falling upon, no pun intended, deaf ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that's our uh, our summertime activities. Yeah. Part one, I guess we'll call this, because there's a lot more. Gonna be more. Uh, a little Ron, a little Swidgen. Gotten into <laughs> got some things in his days and times. So, be sure to do a part two if you guys like this one. Bye-bye. Bye.